How's that? Tomas, Yeshar Koach, Baruch Atua Dinoi, Elohim Echolim Shachol Nehmidvaro. All right, Chaverim, good morning, good Chodesh, good everything. The, the, the whole week's been sponsored in memory of Don Mordechai ben Nachum, and today also is being sponsored by Yehudi Reisel Sukkah Shalem, by Judy Brat. I don't remember the full name, but by the Brats as well, today, Bezer Hashem. Um, Okay, Hashem should forgive me, and the chaver that sponsored should forgive me, but I think, I think that was it. I don't have an updated Tammuz one, but um, I'm so honored that Tom joined us today, and he shared his love, he shared his magic. We should all be inspired to whatever you call it a spiritual, that's what you say, spiritual revolution. That's what it's all about anyway. All right, so we have, we have today a new parak, Baruch Hashem, Perik Yud Gimel. We're nearing the end of, of the part of the Sefer that's basically the Torah, after that you'll see it's... Um, it's something different. I'm hoping, Be'ezer Hashem, is when we finish, we'll probably finish this in Elul, that to take the whole Chabura and go to Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter and, and, and just say thank you and, and you know, share with him our appreciation and our love. Also, I want—I just remembered, it's Yerzeda's Yerzeda this Shabbos. I want to do a little Nishmas Yerzeda. Zalman Meshulam Chia Ben Reb Shalom HaKoyen. This is Yerzeda this Shabbos, so that as well. Okay. Kuf Yotet. Smiras, how are you guys doing with Smiras at the Shabbos table? How's it working out? It's strong. It's like our Yiddish guy. It's kind of dependent on that. No pressure, you know. You know? <laughs> there's someone. There was someone. There's like a, there is a shita. It's not so uh, widespread. Hashem absolutely no Smiras at all at the Shabbos table for whatever the reason is. But we all know. Yeah, but you can't smile. You have to just say Menucha Vesemcha or La Yehuda. You cannot you cannot Yeah, it's But uh, if you see here, you see like it, it, it seems like the Sefer was more or less finished. And then you see what happened look look at the, over here. The the parak is called Sudos Shabbos, Azamar Bishmachim. Now what's interesting here is that it says, Whoa. This is going to make a lot of people here feel very uncomfortable at a certain point during this parak. The power of Nigunim Dikdusha, of holy music, holy songs, and the power of the other side when it comes to music and unholy music. And this is a very, very deep sugi in the teachings of Rabbi Nachman. The Koyach Hanagan Harasha, the Nagan that's drawing his energy from the Koyach of the Sitra Achra, and how that music, listen, I mean, I think most of us here at a certain point in our life were completely drawn by, by some very dark forces when it came to, when it came to music, whether we were aware of it or unaware of it. One time I was sitting with Rev Weinberger Schlitt, and he was talking about how back when they were, when they were kids, 60s, early 70s, the koyach of the of the of the negina from that side wasn't it wasn't sitra achra it was maybe more halal it was like empty but it wasn't like dark and he started quoting me and you've, he started quoting to me uh, Paul Simon lyrics Jackson Brown uh, <laughs> literally I was sitting I couldn't believe it but t- the koyach today where we see where where it could, it could, especially nineties grunge brought a very dark 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 black hole energy. So stick to Mama, huh? So stick to classic. I'm not. 
like like the era we were the era we went Black hole sun. Huh? Black hole sun. Won't you come? Chas v'shalom. Exactly. And obviously the 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 the, the darkness of Chevra taking their lives. Uh, it's it's we know what we're speaking about, but zele umadze meaning. We can keep on. I don't want to harp too much on that side. Let's talk more about the, the other place. Now, look what he look what he writes here. This is the chevet that put the sefer together. We were asked by Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter lachnis kan perek miuchad beinyanin negina godel maalasa avodasa hanala vazehirus mehipruch nigunim lotovim. And he's so he said we were. It seems like they were about to finish this sefer, and then he said, "Listen, it's about Shabbos, right?" This whole thing, Gedusha, Shabbos, V'chulei, Yom Machamadim. Let's put in here, we have to put in here this whole element of Shabbos, the aspect of this Zmiras, of the Nigunim. So some of this is literally speaking just about, you know, Zmiras, but some of it is speaking about, you know, music in general. Now when he says here, Nigunim Lotovim, do you think for one second this Chevra th- thought that Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter was, 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 was speaking about, I don't even remember, was talking about, you know, STP and, and, and you know, Napitum. What does it mean, Nigunim Lotovi? What does that mean? What does that mean? This is a touchy subject that my brother has gotten shechted over for, for, for quite some time. What does it mean, Nigunim Lotovim? What is that referring to? Not, not good Nigunim. It's like Jewish music that's influenced by the Shtiyot. Isn't it like not holy music? Isn't it like really not that that's one. I mean, in non-holy music, I could say that's just like. I can't hear. Not holy individuals. Um, Jewish music by people who are. Gam. I mean, gam. Again, who? who it's very hard to you know judge. These things right. are very almost impossible right. to say. You're holy. You could sing. You're unholy. You can't sing. This. It's it's it's. That's not mitzideinu to be able to say such a thing. A gaiva aspect to a musician. Like if they have like a... Rav Riskin once said there should be a thing called Kol Ish. Everyone's so big on Kol Isha. There should be a whole thing called Kol Ish. Where the tzniyas of a person is yeah, just like unheard of. That maybe, maybe that's an aspect also. Um, and again, if you don't want to know what the words mean, according to your brother, that would be that you don't want to know what the words mean. Listen, it's, one of, it's one of the reasons why... I mean, this is something that I didn't, we didn't do yet. I know David and I spoke about this, but, but Anim's Miros is very, very hard for me. We spoke about this many times. Mm-hmm. Anim's Miros ensures what it became, became the child's, uh, you know, opportunity to, to do something. And it's very, very hard. And the, the more you learn Pneumius and the more you're sensitive to the words that you're saying, it's very, very problematic. It's not so Pashut. The problem is that you have to know you have to know, you have to be smart. Anim's miros is the words are so deep. They're the deepest of the deep. So therefore, why do we why do we send up a kid to go up and you know have Pchever talking? Aaron Kodesh is open, where we know that Allah the Machab even speaks more aggressively about speaking while the Aaron Kodesh is open, meaning if the setting was was matim to the words and what's going on, that'd be a different story. It's okay. No, no one's doing this b'chavana. It's just... Uh, I think all of us grew up in shuls where that was just what it was. No, no one's doing anything God forbid malicious. It's just, a, it's just a state of awareness and consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. 
But why do we assume that he can't be saying the Rambam in the Perush Mishnah of Rebbeos, the Rambam has a long uh, commentary about uh, which Nibunim are, you know, we should listen to or not listen to, and it's, it's not beneath the Rambam, why should it be beneath the Rambam? So, so this, is where we're, this is where we're coming to. What is, what is, so what does this mean, Nibunim lo tovim? What does that mean? So today, so I wouldn't even put it into, he's being like Kav Schus, I would definitely not throw these things into the category called Nigunim, the stuff that we're going to be speaking, like some examples. You have today, I mean, this is like a, a thing that, my bro, when I was doing weddings and, and my brother was starting to do weddings then, we would always send each other videos of, of a dance that the people would do, at a, that the friends of the chassan, friends of the, friends of the, of the chassan would do during weddings. I hope I'm not insulting anybody, but there's this Nigun that came out of, um, by the Chavra. Remember this years ago? Yeah, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, this is very, very problematic stuff. This is very, this is very difficult stuff. And, and they meant L'Shem Shemaim? I have no doubt. No doubt. Another one. These are Nigunim. And then you take you take words like that. It's very very. No, you're not going over any surim. <laughs> it's just a matter of the sensitivity of your neshama to these words and to what these gunim. Now, what happened? And Rav Weinberger once gave me a kuntras that scared the daylights out of me about 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 what happens when you take such holy words and you put on it pop music that has no shaykhus to nothing. Now I know what you're going to come and say. Uh, even the Rebbe put took the. You know, Napoleon's March or the French National Anthem, the Chule. Let's, let's, let's get, you know, let's, 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 you know what I mean? Let's, but this sugya is so more kav because you're taking the, the, the spiritual equivalent of Basa V'chalav, spiritually speaking. Now again, you'll say, no, it's all relative, whatever brings a person in, nachon, and no one's, no one's over anything and no one should be judged for these things. But for us that are learning the, the panemius of these words, the sensitivity level can be raised. And we're trying to do that Yom Balayla here. Just the sensitivity to the words we're already saying. The you awareness list of the Shabbat table in general. You're about oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not even getting to the Shabbos table. He's just saying, Nigunim yeah. Lotovim. So Reb Aaron is saying very good, meaning it's not exactly what I'm saying, but that, that Indian of what does it mean based on what you were saying? What, what, what do you think falls into that category? That Nikuda. That's the Nikuda I'm talking about. Just because it's in Hebrew, Mistama, that means it's it's kosher. That's exactly the Nikuda. So when is there a hisdamnut? When is there an opportunity to sweeten this? When is there an opportunity to take advantage of the tzad of Gdusha of all this? It's when we understand what the word what, what the context of Zmiro Shabbat are all about. Okay? What the what the purpose of Zmiro Shabbos are all about. So Look, look, look over here. This is basically, he, he, from about, it's taken from some of the other sfarim. It's brought in here in a very beautiful context. Look at this. Anu ro'im dvar pele. Shebechol ha-shirot ha-tehilot ve-ahodaot al-atov shenishpal Yisrael nizkeret tamid ha-chma'at ha-oyev. We're going to have it also on this Shabbos in, in the, in the shiras ha-be'er. 
every time there's a, there's a concept of singing in the Torah, it's not just you singing a song about how beautiful, how sweet it is. It's not just that, right? It's also speaking about, and our enemies were, fell. That's part of the shir. It's a grammatical question. I see it says shirot. Isn't it shirim? Is that on purpose? Shirot v'tishbachot. It's the uh, way we sing in davening. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's no, no in here. It probably does in the deepest, deepest, deepest places of Kinnonka. But I know, it, it, not, not really. So you understand what he's saying? When he say, az yashir, az yashir, moshev v'nesel yashir, ashir al-Hashem ki right? What do we have a few psukim after describing how high it is to sing and how beautiful it is to sing? Tipolem masalafachad. Big right? All the all the side of the other side of what happens. Not just it's so beautiful, but also look and our enemies fell. That's whenever it's referring, speaking about singing like this. Like he says over here, Sus Beroch Ramabayam, Markiv was part of the Khela Rabayam, if Khashlishta Tubamiyamsuf. That's we know most of us are familiar with that because we say it every morning. The Khim Bishirat Vora and Sefeshovtin Paragvav, I think it's Paragvav or Perakhe, Shirat Vora. And Barak, with Barak ben Avinoam, the Halmas Yisra Machkar Rosho meaning it speaks about the other side of what enabled them to sing a song, like what else was taking place. Not just beauty, 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 but also part of beauty, beauty, beauty is, and our enemies are falling and, and drowning and being killed. Zmirot HaShabbat Meleim Benikmat HaOyev. Now, the Zmiras Ashabis are also filled with descriptions of, of revenge in our enemies. Can anyone think of any, any of them? Before benching, we say uh, the, for the, um, on the it's not a Zmir. It's not a Zmir. That's a little bit That's benching. But what, in benching, can anyone think of any of them? I mean, you can look at the back of the Sefer. He goes through benching now. In benching? Or? Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. In Zmiros, not. I'm, I'm sorry. My the bad. One of, uh, of the result from third meal. Yeah. So in, in uh, Bnei Chala, it's filled over there with talking about, like, you know, the, the other side also. And you see it also in the Zanar B'Shvachin, in the three. Yeah. What does it say there? Thomas. Where? I'll take for now, I'll take his word for it until we, unless we want to go through every single Zemmer and you'll, you'll notice it tonight, you'll notice it tomorrow, you'll notice it tomorrow evening. So he said, V'chen z'miros ha-shabbos me'le'im b'nikmas Let's go back inside here and then afterwards if anyone finds it, we'll find it. Now, because this is important to look at the words here. V'gam etzem perush z'miros We only think it means songs, but we also know the halachas of, what's one of the 39 melachas? Huh? What is zomer? Pruning. What does that mean? To cut. Zamer aritzim. To cut. Hu milishon kritaz. Mirat aritzim. An aritz is a... Uh, uh, how do you say this? Like a... Um, you said taritz, right? Yeah, well, aritz, no. Maaritzim uh, is fan. An aritz is a dictator. Like yeah, like a dictator. It's mirat aritzim. He's saying, in the Zemer, when you're singing Bigdusha, it's not just that you're, you don't even realize what's happening. While you're singing Bigdusha, you're also Mizamer Aritzim. You're also cutting down the other side. Now, the Beis Yaakov, the, the Meshilov son, in his, we only have three volumes of, of the individual ones 
I've gotten so many different answers why we don't have Bamidbar and Dvarim. Some say it was lost in the war. Some say it just never went to print. But Bamidbar, Breshis, uh, Shmos, and Vayikra are very fat volumes of the Mashilach son, Rabbi Yaakov Ishbitzer, where, of course, most of it is basically taking the small Vortlach of his father and building Binyanim on it. But almost every Torah, the first, in the Parsha, the first few parsha, uh, Torahs in every Parsha, is basically a take on Mizmor Shir Liyama Shabbat. Mizmor Shir, that first I have to Mizamer in order to Lashir. First I have to cut away in order to sing. Yeah. Does this really, but, but, but does this exist this, on Shabbat, this concept of Sitra Akra, that we need to cut it away, or is it, is it not even existing on Shabbat? It's p- part of what our avoda is doing is we're, we're wiping it away. We're, we're getting rid of whatever doesn't so need to be get rid of. So it kind of exists even on Shabbat. Shouldn't even think about it. He's saying it's me meila, me me meila. What you're doing with with mirot is something very holy. That's not. You don't think you're just singing and everything's just good. It's in the context of a bigger picture. Because it's what we do in pesukei de zimra. Pesukei de zimra. We're cutting away everything. We're cutting away these negative influences, but we're also shira. So does that also exist on Shabbat when we have even a longer pesukei de zimra? I don't know. If, if it didn't, there wouldn't. If it didn't, based on that, maybe there wouldn't be psuke de zimra, based on that. But apparently, we do. Let's 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 see how he brings it here. Vegam etzem peiros miro to milashon kritas miratim. It seems hayno shebetoch hazemer tmuna achlata veachnaa shelatzat shekeneged kiu inyan echad. It's all one. It's all one matter, really. Ki kol asimcha veashirat dikdusha himipnei shemitbatel hakeneged hagvura de sitra achra o. So not only is it, it's either that, that, that other side is basically vanishing, or like we said right now in the halacha, with, with bread and salt, that it's nimtak, that it's getting sweetened. As long as the opposition exists, you could be doing great things, but as long as the other side still chayvikayam, there's still a lot of pain in the world. There's a certain level of redemption that we're all longing for and looking for, and it's like we say, wow, we're trying so hard, we're doing good things, and yet it seems that the other side is still very, very strong. He says, yes, that, that's true. So you're not trusting yourself until, until the day of your death. Talk, talk louder so everyone can hear you. I, I think it's like saying, don't believe in yourself until the day of your, uh, until the day of your death. Isn't okay. that essential? Meaning there's still... That, that force is always there. It's there, and, but he's saying over here that that force is still there until it's sweetened. And then when it's sweetened, and he's going to explain how it gets sweetened, this kenegat, this gvura of the other side, it gets sweetened when it's used with, with, with the proper way how to sing on Shabbos. And in the future, what's going to be? Hashem will, the, the Ruach of Tumah will be removed from the land. This is a little bit way over our, uh, our, our game right now, but just in a nutshell, what it's explaining over here, anyone that's learned this farm, especially when Rabbi Nachman speaks about this, of the Nechla, Hachlala, of the Gvuros and Tchasadim, it basically, it's amazing how it's mamish just what we spoke about right now after davening. It's like mamash the same exact concept. We always think that the point is to burn out bad, to, to 
to, to get rid of it. And the Rebbe was so big on There's two ways of approaching the other side. One is I have to kill, 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 get rid of, get rid of, get rid of. But then there's this Indian of very good, of, a revo- of, of flipping it over, of changing it over. You can only do that with abundance of light, not so much. You know, I was learning, I was learning this, um, just stam, it's just very interesting. I have this book of interviews done with Rav Yitzhak Ginsburg in the, in the 90s, right after Oslo and right after Gimel Tamuz, like a, like a few years after that. So someone asked him, they said, why didn't you follow Rav Meir Kahana? It, it sounds like a lot of your shitot are very similar to his. He said, because, he said, very interesting, he says, I'm a mystic. And the logo of, of Kahana is a, is a fist. He says, I'm a chassid. <coughs> That's what he said. He said, I'm a chassid. I need, I, need I need to see a light in order to do my avoda in the world. <coughs> in this forum, and in Rabbi Nachman, it's speaking about a lot about hamtaka sadinim, sweetening the judgments. That is, that is like, a it's like a two-fold avoda that Zmira does. Zmira either cuts away or it sweetens the judgments. Now you can understand why, for instance, in Chabad, there are certain nigunim that come from the French army, or the, the French national anthem, or, or Napoleon's march. Because what's happening over there with Kavana Ila? Hamtaka, sweetening it. The tune itself? What it, what it resembled, this, not that the tune itself, what it resembled to people. That, you know, back in the day, in the time of the Alter Rebbe, who was running after the Alter Rebbe? Napoleon. What did he resemble in the world back then? Napoleon was... Who was greater than Napoleon in the time of Napoleon? In the eyes of the world, right? The whole story of the Alter Rebbe is Ptira. He was running away. It's a crazy story. Why is he buried in Hadich? Anyone know why he's buried in Hadich? Hadich is not... Hadich is hours, it's even hours away from Nezhen, but Nezhen only became Nezhen because of Hadich. What, what, why is he buried there? He's in the middle of running away. It's a whole story. They're running, running away from Napoleon. He resembled, he resembled that side. So there's, there's Svarim written about what we're saying right now, about the Hamtaka of these Inyanim coming from there. Then there are Inyanim also that have to be completely, you know, Nechrat. Like if anyone tried to pull a Nirvana Nigun during the Chadodi, they'd, they'd be thrown out of here. You understand? There's, there's certain levels that are, are Bichlal, not, you know, not, not, they shouldn't be, they should just be. Like for instance, when, when one time the, someone came to the Rebbe, you all know this famous video, and it was a guy that was Jews for Jay, and he brought his sfarim with him, lahavdil, because he wanted to give it to the Rebbe. Do you remember this video? It's ridiculous. Some guy, born a Yid, came to the Rebbe of Dollars, and he came with his sfarim. So I hate to say even that word, sfarim. Not his sfarim. What would you call the it? Pamphlets. The pamphlets. <laughs> he's giving over to the Rebbe. He's, he's publicly. He's saying to the Rebbe, you know, I, I, uh, I. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm much happy. No, he said, I'm much. I'm much happier now. That I found my. Pe- I forget the lashon exactly. I, I'm, I'm much more happy. And and you see, the rabbi looks at him and says, the most dangerous sign of a person that's sick is when they have no idea that they're sick. That's one. Then the guy doesn't give up. These guys, we can learn from them. Their akshonim, their akshonis is unbelievable. Not the kedusha. Azus the tumah Azus. They come, they don't, they, there's no no. It's like a Chabad asking if you're Jewish and if you want to put on tefillin, right? So maybe it's a tikkun of that. 
this guy doesn't stop. And at the end of the Rebbe, looking into his eyes, telling, basically telling him, you're so sick, he says, and the Rebbe, and he, basically the Rebbe takes his, the, the publications. Now I'm wondering, doesn't, the footage doesn't show what the other, you know, his maskirim were thinking at that moment. But you see, he takes it, and the guy gets really excited, right? He's thinking, oh my God, I, I got in, right? And the Rebbe says to him, I'm just taking these so there'll be less of this out there in the world. And then you see him throw it on the floor. <laughs> so that's not... Why am I saying this story? Because Chuba, by the way. That guy? There's, a, there's another video where he ends up... No, that's the reform rabbi. That's a reform rabbi. That's something else. No, no, for sure. This, is, this guy? <coughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. Because I know that video of the reform rabbi yeah. that comes in and that comes back Later again. On in his life. Later on, so there's a video of him learning and... Please find it and share with us. That'd be uh, amazing. Over there, the Rebbe is not doing hamtaka. That's not hamtaka. Hamtaka is, but be. Let's see. Let's pull out some good words from the public. Not be tom. It's 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 mira. It's it's zomer. It's prune, you know. It's pruning. All, we, we could talk about this stuff nonstop. I want to just focus it on the context of of negina because something about negina is able to make these things into effect much stronger. Rav Aaron. So, Halacha, I think there's a Moshe and Ravadja and Machlokas. It's quite good. This is Moshe and but maybe it's because the origins of maybe you could talk you know about about Yichud Avaya is different by Ishmael and by and by uh, interesting as an Ashkenazi, listen, as an Ashkenazi, obviously just as an Ashkenazi, and also as someone that gets woken up like most of us from the Muazinim here, the, the sound sometimes of the, of the chevre from the church, the passion that those chevre sing with is... The No, the, the... You know, the mosque is mainly recorded music, you know that, right? No, the, the chevre, the chevre that, that preach on Sundays, the choirs, they got... These guys are flying. These guys are flying. You know, I, I just say, I've, I've had more of a chashash of that getting into my neshama than, than uh, but that's just because of where I come from. So it's different for each person. Yeah, Josh. I, I, I'm still a little confused because you say Napoleon, that's Kamei Kadosh, but pop music, clearly you can't. No, I'm saying that the Rebbe could do that. <coughs> but I'm saying that even like, I don't know, Tom Sawyer sounded a little bit, it was beautiful, but like it had a bit of a, I, I didn't even know it was a Jewish song until you said it at the end, you know? And so like, I'm just trying to like figure out what is mutter, <laughs> you know, what's, is it pop, Nirvana's not okay, but the song that sounds like Simon and Garfunkel is, you know, like, what, where? There's no, you're not going to find a, a safe in the Mishnah of you're not going to find, you're not going to make up, I know, you're, I know how much, I know, I know, no, 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 it's very good, no, but it's dangerous if you just say feeling. If you look into, there was a band called Live, do you remember them? Did you ever read those lyrics? They had the most, they had the most, they were around, they weren't around for too long, but they were, when they were around, they had, it was much that same era, that same era, like early 90s, mid 90s. They had, they had some lyrics, the, the music was so powerful, they had some of the most dangerous lyrics in the world, talking about Mamish, the, the Third Reich. Like, like, it was like, 
is mamash horrific. That's an easy psal, right? That's not what we're talking about. It, it's talking about, and, and in, over here we're we'll not talking about that. Here we're talking about things that sound Jewish. Here, that, like that's really, I know we're, it's okay, cause it's, it's, and it's fine that we went over there a little bit, but here we're actually things, talking about things that sound even Jewish because they're psukim. I mean, sometimes, bemet, like the more sensitive you are to these things and the more you're in the tchum of music and the more that your inyan is to really like bring out the kedusha and the tchum of music, the more that these things will drive you crazy. Crazy. And again, you don't want to chalila judge anybody and you believe that everyone is, is, is poil l'shem shemaim. But bemet, some of this stuff is crazy. So, so the tikkun is, where's the tikkun happening for all this on a global place? In Eretz HaKodesh. Why? Because what's happening over here? Look, listen, listen to the mainstream Israeli artists. What are they singing about? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Tshuva. Rav Kook said this was going to happen. And yet, their things don't sound like a Yid Yid Shtetl at all. They, they sound more like it's like brewing from, from, from Mamish here, from in here, but they're inserting their words and their bitui of Ahavas Hashem and Yeres Hashem like throughout, throughout their music. And it's in, that's really the Ma'apecha, that's really the revolution that's been happening here for quite some time. I do believe that Aaron and Yonatan Razel were the first ones to flip that lid. They opened up that, 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 that ability to really go in, and then everyone since then that's been able to has like really jumped in there and taken it to the next level, and, and it's just unbelievable what's going on. But, uh, but Yeshua, you're, it's, it's good what you're bringing up, meaning how do I know? So, so what's right and what's wrong? It's so delicate, but to be able to say we can machshir and mamtik Napoleon's march, only the, only the tzaddikim could do such things. We can't say right now, you know, to, 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 to do such things. Yeah. There, Hazan in Brooklyn, he used to go to Arabic with the Yeah. And he told them, because he liked music, he said, the Levinim, in Bet HaMikdash, all the singing was Arabic singing. That's what Rav Avadiyah said to him? That's what Rav Avadiyah said to him? Wow. I never heard that. I never heard that. That's unbelievable. The context of today is so different, because obviously, you know, when we even say the word Arabic in a week like today, it's, it's hard. It's hard for us to understand these things because the context of the times we're living in, our sensitivity is so different. It changes all the time. A few years ago, I was in Akko. I went to like this, into this like a big church, and they were playing. It sounded like an Ashkenazi show, more or less. Like the, the, the melodies, the tunes, mm-hmm. like, you know, the feel, the vibe. So mm-hmm. There is an influence, you know, and that's mm-hmm. started mostly. So like, how do you feel? I think you have to say that like, the rhythms have changed, though. Like, you'd have to, like, really be blind not to realize that, like, okay, so back in the day, like, we're speaking about this Arabic music and maybe these old churches. Like, okay, so maybe there it's, it's, it's not as drastic. You know, you have, I don't know, someone playing a, a fiddle and a, a flute or something. But now, through the 90s, you know, through the 60s and 70s and the 90s, and now this trance music and stuff, you can't, that stuff is just, those rhythms are different. They're, 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 they they're gross, you know. Like it's like, and they're even more hypnotic. Yes, yeah. they're, they're, you know there are changes to rhythm. So like, you know, maybe there are differences to like you know when you're speaking about these like you know, Arabic old Arabic music versus you know what we're hearing today. I mean, it's interesting you say that because, I mean, people mean well, and and I can't tell you guys how many videos I got sent got sent to me this last year or two 
from people being at, at a bar and bat mitzvahs in weddings, and they and they and that that song that the Chevra in Colombia took with my voice, right? And they and it it, it actually pains me. Not not that it ended up happening at, there in Tomorrowland. That's gewalt. You know what I mean? Like there is gewalt. We don't we don't need that by us. We don't need it by us and our bar and bar mitzvahs to have that go on. We don't. We don't. You understand, like, it's such a fine line here, but it's really about being sensitive to the koach of Nagina because that, the electronic dance music, what's going on, it's so hypnotic, it's, it's not to be believed. These trance, these trance parties, these things are so chazak. The it's beat is, trance. Literally, it's called <laughs> trance. It is what it is. It just means that, and then, you know, why am I, like, why do, why do I see so much light in the other side? I was watching a video yesterday of this niggun, this Lubavitch niggun, that they, that they wrote for the Rebbe's 70th birthday, and they introduced it there, and you see it, and you see the Hasidim, you see a trance. You mamish do see it, you see a trance of all trances, you see hypnotic, you see, you see malchut, you see kingdom, you see royalty. And you see exactly the other side of everything we're speaking about, just as powerful. Just as powerful. Anyone that's been to a, 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 a real tish, they still exist. We go to Mujits, and you see the, the what the music does, that trance. It's not to be believed, not from this world, but we, 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 we see, we have to be aware that because it exists in the Tzad of Kedusha, it also exists in the other side. We need a lot of tefillahs to Hashem Shebemet protect us and, 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 and give us strength to be saved from the hashpa of the other side. But we didn't even begin to get into how he describes it here. He says that on Shabbos, through the Zmiras of Shabbos, we're going to see something just really beautiful about a chance to really meet Dabek to the Tzad of Nigunim Dekdusha. And that it does, it, it does those two f- elements of Hagbaras HaKedusha, Hachnas HaToma, and in some situation, on uh, uh, Shabbos it's all about Zmira Saritzim, but Be'ezer Hashem at Asid level, there'll be such a, he says, V'esri HaToma Av Yemina Aretz, the Gvurus will be Nichlolim Be'yamin, Yevatlus HaGvur V'akroch Desit Rachma. It'll be a complete uh, annihilation of, of that other side, and it'll all be, and that doesn't mean it'll, you think, oh, that means it'll only be like kosher chasidish and igunim? I don't know. It says v'sham nashir shir chadash, we say for, in, in Zmiras. It'll be a nunigun that we don't know yet, you know? Be a nunigun that we don't know yet. We should be zochet to hear that nigun already this coming Shabbos. Amen. 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 Shukran, everyone.